What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Over Under. I'm your host, Harry the Greek. Thanks for joining us this evening. Alongside of me is my co-host, Mr. Peter Blake from uh, CW44 and the Sports Web. You addressed me? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. You know, then- <laughs> we would have been on 30 minutes ago, but His Highness over here, Hein Ash, is what right, I meant to say, exactly. decided to just show up from work. <laughs> I don't know what she just said, but I think she's asking you if you fed the cats. Uh, yeah, went, we had a. I had to go like, through. This is what I understood. Well, yeah, I got earphones on. Well, that's how I act sometimes when you say something. I I just completely what? zone out. Yeah, well, this is what you sound like sometimes. Want to say something? Hello. Yeah, that's what I thought. 
absolutely <laughs> nothing. I had to go through a monsoon to get here. Be nice to me. Oh, yeah. Monsoon. You did feed me, though. That was good. Yeah, I did. I guess me. I need to move over a little bit here. Yeah, just a smidgen. Okay. I think we look good. You have a question or a comment for the Greek and a little Pete? You can dial 727-320-586. Keep it up. It's 727-320-586. Keep it up. That's what she said. Well, not to me. Anyway, questions or comments, go ahead and give us a call. We're going to take the phone calls. It's live. It's interactive. You have a question or a comment as well. You can post it right on the line right here on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Yes. We're going to go ahead and read it live on the air. And even, hell, it might even give us a different uh, narrative to talk about. Wow, that'd be awesome. Pete, I want to jump right in it. Let's do it. Fat Mike isn't on here. Fred Hubner isn't listening. I'm sorry. He, he probably could be listening, but I know he's not on here. Mm-hmm. I want to debunk what they're actually saying about the Chicago White Sox. What are they saying about them? Uh, break the team up. Dude, listen. First off, I don't want to act like they're the only ones that said it. I talked about it as well. They should just split this team up. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. The White Sox end up sweeping the Minnesota Twins. It puts them one game out, and they have played absolutely horrible baseball. But I'm telling you now, they're in a four-game win streak. Mm-hmm. The team is actually starting to play like a team together. Right. And I have to tell you, I owe it. I I, got to give credit where credit's due. The most unlikely player. Forget the fact that this team has played decimated the entire year, just like they did last year. However, with that being said, they didn't really get everybody together last year until September, and you really can't develop that team chemistry. Mm -hmm. But Johnny Cueto is the reason why this team is playing. Wow. Johnny, Johnny, Qu- Johnny Cueto. Cueto has been around for just, ages. I, seems listen, like. this guy is the MVP of the Chicago White Sox. Amazing. By the way, this is Ginger Ale. This is not what you're thinking. No, it is. They're, well, they're not. We're, we're not. We don't do shows drunk. Sorry. What'd you have for dinner? Uh, well, it was. Uh, you actually uh, fed me good tonight. I actually had Wendy's. It was good. Baconator. Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's was good. I had sushi, though. Oh, you had sushi? Yeah, of course. Oh, well, how was it? That was good. I've had sushi before. I had sushi with you guys, what, about a month ago? Yeah, it was extraordinary, actually. It's the first time I ever ate it. Awesome. When you go to the Greek's house and you're late, you get Wendy's. Well, I like Wendy's. When you get to the Greek's house and you get here early, we go have steak at E&E. Well, e- well, well that's we where we need to go. Pizza. Oh, well, we need to go have steak next week because you owe me a steak dinner and then I owe you a steak dinner. So we need to... Okay, I'll buy you your sirloin. You can buy me my my porterhouse. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. That's good to be here, buddy. Oh, the White Sox are up two months, two nothing. Just as I said, I think this team is turning a corner. Yeah. Okay. It's two outs in the bottom of the first. Minnesota has bases loaded. Bases anyway, loaded. I'm going to go back to what I was saying about this White Sox sure. team. Look, they have some pretty significant injuries, especially into the bullpen. I kind of like this. Hey, Harry, the Greek. And 44 Pete. Pete. I like that. Oh, that's, that's that's Christopher Cole. He's just sucking up. He's Hi, Chris, awesome. I love Christopher Cole. Christopher Cole is a webhead. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you, little Pete. I got your little Pete right here. You're the little Pete. Shut up. He's on the Greek show. Be quiet. I'm on my show right now. Oh, yeah. This is That's my right. show now. Right. I've taken over this yeah, show. He's taken over this show. I love you, brother. All right. Let's get to some of the comments. We'll go back to the White Sox talk. Christian Shanifold. What's up, Christian? Thanks for uh, tuning in tonight. Dare I say the White Sox are finally to turn it around? No. Yeah. yeah. You, you can say Or it. he said or. So he left it open there. Look, baseball's a long season. Yes, it right? Is. So, you know, ebbs and flows, if you will. 162 games. Some teams start out really poor, and then all of a sudden they catch fire. Case in point, the Cincinnati Reds. Look, they're not going to compete this year, but they've caught fire lately. They just swept the the Tampa Bay Rays, who just swept the Boston Red Sox the other night, who are now playing who? The Baltimore Orioles, who are in it. Yeah, the Baltimore Orioles. Hey, Pop. And Bandit, uh, Bandit is doing, uh, making an appearance. Hello, Bandit. Hi, Bandit. How you doing? You go stand right in front well, of That's it. Good, good job, Bandit. Good Way job. to go. Way to go. That uh, That's where a lot of people like to see anyway. They they don't want to see my face. Oh, God. In fact, you know, my, my beard looks like uh, a, a cat right now. Cats. Here you go, Rick. Well, <laughs> you, you had to go there, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I I'm, so I'm so excited. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I, but uh, by the way, for I'm going to pass you by. You know, for those of you that are wondering, what the hell is Pete and Harry talking about? Mm. It's an inside thing between... 
Okay, I could say it. Peter, me, and a guy named Rick. Yes. That should be a song. Well, it should be. Sounds like a song. Especially the time he said he was going to pass me. Pass me what? Gas? In his Prius. Oh. <laughs> well, that's how you save gas. That's one way, I guess. Especially when you're full of hot air. Oh, Joanna <laughs> MacArthur. Hi, Joanna. Nice. To, thanks for tuning in. Hi, Peter and Harry. Hi, guys. Yeah. Mike Hughes. What's up, Mike? Mike, guys. Mike. I love Mike. Mike's awesome. Yeah, Mike is awesome. I got to get him on the show sometime. I haven't done a show in a while. I'm I, I'm having technical problems here. My my computer's breaking down. I think it's time to invest in another one. As crazy as it sounds, I've had it since 2018. How many shows have I done on that? I don't know. About 500. Jesus. About 500 shows. So I think it may be time to invest. Mike Hughes says, "Break the team up. Laugh on my ass off." How about actually bringing in some legitimate free agents ride store? Well, you know, I, I I can I can see the point there, but this team is built. Do you know mm -hmm. what they did you know what this team needs right now? They need one more bullpen arm. Mm -hmm. And I hate to say this, they really, really need a second baseman. And yes, fat Mike, they need Nick Mandrigold back. You know the guys that you can't stand on the north side? I don't know why, <laughs> but I'm telling you, for some reason, he puts on that south side uniform and can actually play. That's it. There you go. But then again, these are my opinions. That's right. They're all your opinions. You don't necessarily have to agree with them. You no. can. Uh, We're not going to hang up on you, by Mike the way. Mike Hughes says, break the team up. He said that again. Christopher Cole, what's up, Chris? Hey, Harry. 44 Pete, I love Pete. it. Roger Shue had power outages here. Sorry, I'm late, Harry and Malaka. Oh God, that's yeah. that's about correct. Yep. Roger Sue says Harry and Little Pete. Yeah, exactly, buddy. How's that new job with? Oh wait, you don't have a new job. You have the same job. Good. Kyle Nichol, be careful. You never want to burn a bridge. Oh, I didn't burn any bridge. Well, he didn't mean I'm that. not burning any bridge with Roger. Roger. Roger's my buddy. He's always going to be my buddy. But you know, everybody's like, why? I why were they texting? Who I is that? No Who is texting? Kyle Nichol. Stop texting. Gents? We're live. Yeah, really. Tell me about Jeez. it. Roger Shoes says socks suck. Northsiders for life. Yeah, well, uh, actually, the Cubs are terrible this year, so I don't know what he's talking about. Record-wise. I, I, I don't either. Roger's getting uh, dementia in his old age. That's what's happening. Roger. Here. Well, we're drank to you, Roger. This ginger's for you, buddy. There, there you go, Ranger. There you go, Ginger. Christian, maybe the White Sox are just showing up late, like Peter. LOL, just kidding. Yeah, I like this guy, Christian. Hey, better late than never, right? That's true. Joanna says, hi, Bandit. Love you. He loves you, too, honey. Yes. Roger Shoe says, can't tell the difference between Bandit's ass and Peter's face. Yeah, well, see, I kind of <laughs> said that joke already, but good job there. <clears throat> Pig Dog, what's up, Pig Dog, man? Thanks for tuning in tonight. Hi, Harry and Peter. What do you think of the likelihood is that the Rays make it into the playoffs as one of the wild cards? I'm going to tell you right now, they got a great chance for doing it. They got a great shot there, what and the White catch. Sox are... What a catch by, by Luis Robert. Yes. Yes, great catch by him to get out of that situation, that high-leverage situation. But uh, Rays making the wild card, I mean, what, 17 players this year on the ILL? If they can get some of those players back, they definitely have a shot, you would think, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, again, it's a, it's a long baseball season. Okay. So we're right not now. even until the all-star all break is after this. Yep. So, you know, there's still a lot of baseball to be played. And I know that's not necessarily what you're looking for. So. You know, to answer also the question about the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. There's a team they're really going to be contending with. This is the team that they're playing right now. Yeah. This team could feasibly be a game or two behind the Rays, hmm. which is the Baltimore Orioles. That's amazing. Talk about a hot team. Number yeah. two bullpen in all of baseball. Shout out to my nephew, Joey Kreeble. We got to have him on, by the way, sometime. Oh, great. Absolutely yeah, he is great. great. You know, also, before we go any further. What are you looking are, at? You looking at numbers? If you guys are noticing at the bottom of the screen, that record is 103 and 56. Could have been perfect yesterday. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's cheers to that. Hold on. You know why? Well, let's cheers. There you go. All right. 1252's very own Jacob Charnow calls me up yesterday. He says, hey, Greek. I need a parlay for today. It's like, I don't like parlays. I was like, all right, I'll give you something, kid. All right. And I ended up having to play, too, and I fell right into the trap. What do I always say? You got to play the home dog. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. I give them White Sox, Mets, and Yankees. White Sox and Mets are underdogs on the road. 
The Yankees? Ah, they're playing the hapless Seattle Cincinnati Reds. Reds. Hold who on. just swept the Hold race. On. Hold yeah. On. Mm-hmm. I'm not even checking the score in the Yankee game. White Sox are blasting and throttling the uh, Twins, and the Mets are throttling the Cubs, and I'm like sitting in my rocking chair going, yep, this is a nice win. You got it, right? Oh, yeah, got it. Extra innings. I'm like, what? (laughs) Again, let me repeat this. If you are going to dibble around or dabble. Dibble and dabble. Not to be confused with Rob Dibble. very careful. Mm Mm-hmm. On betting things that look like sure locks. I'm going to keep preaching it and I'm going to continue to preach it. Continue to wager on home underdogs because if you continue to play the sexy picks, the Dodgers with Kershaw on the mound or Cortez with the Yankees on the mound, I'm, I'm sorry, with Cortez on the mound for the Yankees against the hapless Cincinnati Reds, I promise you. You will lose. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you will. Yeah, no, definitely, no, it happens. It just takes one loss <clears throat> to offset all those wins that you had because of all the additional money you're having to take that team and educate the people out there just tuning in. What is a parlay exactly? A parlay is when you're betting multiple teams. There's mm-hmm. a straight wager, and then there's parlay, and there's a lot of little different things that go along with it. Mm-hmm. And tonight, I'd like to give a couple of games out. Believe it or not, really? Yep. Remember how I said Clayton Kershaw with the L.A. Dodgers? It's yeah, you're feeling generous like tonight. That. That's, a, that's a good thing. The the Anaheim Angels, mm-hmm. okay, they're home underdogs. They're almost two-to-one dogs. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Take the Angels. Take, Take the, the Angels. Angels. Take the Angels. Yeah, okay. I, I know you guys are looking at me Over crazy. Kershaw? Over why, Kershaw. Why do, you, why do you say that? They're give at me. home. But give me. Now, hold but, on. Why, do I say, why did I say I like the Yankees yesterday on the road to Cincinnati? Answer the question with the question. I just answered it for you. You kind of understand where I'm going to? Yeah, I do. Okay. It's the same scenario. I just wanted you to explain to them. It's just the same scenario. Diamondbacks are on the road at the Padres. Stay away from the game. The Padres are way, way too big of a favorite. If you are going to bet the game, I'm staying away from it. I would play Arizona here because the price always makes up for the pick <laughs> it always does you got Bumgarner on the mound the brewers are at the giants another situation home underdogs play the giants mm-hmm. stay away from the parlays if you can if you are going to bet a parlay make it very small because what does harry the greek always say keep your bets low and your returns high <laughs> there you go that's exactly what it's about good stuff uh, there's another game that I kind of like, but the game has already started. I just what was the it. game? I don't want to talk about it. Well, why it's, not? It's too late. Because well, it's never it's, too late. It's, it's too late. It's never too late. And by the way, your White Sox here looks like a double there by McGuire. McGuire. There you go. Very nice. Yep, it is. And <clears throat> we got another one from Pig Dog there. I like Pig Dog video. I uh, hang on. We already asked that one. And Peter, what was the point of the Young Bucks winning the tag titles only to lose them three weeks later? I don't understand it. What is he speaking about? He's talking about AEW, and we do talk wrestling oh. sometimes. Yeah, AEW wrestling. Yeah. I have no idea what that booking is all about. AEW sometimes confuses me with some of their booking. So, But I think they're kind of scrambling right now to see what they're, what they're trying to do with Punk out. and So I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't get that at all. Christian says Sox could also use a manager. Don't forget. No, I'm not going to go for that. Well, a lot of people have put that out there. He's the most winningest manager in all of baseball. I understand. He's has baseball passed him by? In your opinion, has baseball no, passed him I, by? I don't think they, it's passed him by. Does he okay. make questionable decisions? Absolutely. But he's done that his entire career. Okay. Okay. So what if some of those decisions would have actually panned out for him? Would we be having this conversation? It's just being more magnified at this point. It's gotten so bad when you're in the third largest market in the entire country. Mm -hmm. They showed a video of Tim Anderson and someone was announcing in the clubhouse after the game, albeit after a loss. Right, right. And Tim Anderson is sitting on a chair. You may not have heard about this. I didn't. And he's thanking everybody, you know, genuinely. Hey, you know, I want to thank everybody, my team, this and that. You know, I'm making the all-star team. And someone shouts in the background, stand up. And he didn't. And he just continued to speak. And when that happened, 
all the media in Chicago went completely batshit crazy mm-hmm. and started saying, oh, the team's complacent. Oh, wait a minute. The team doesn't care. Tim Anderson, it's all about me, me, me. Well, you, you've got to have stories. I, can we make them a legit? I mean, sometimes it's just not like that. That's just not the way sports and anything these days are. It's all about clickbait. Look, I'm not going to be a homer and just pound my chest and just root for my team. Because I'll tell you what, out of the 103 wins that I have this year, there's not that many White Sox wins in there. Because I usually don't try to bet with my heart. You've always talked about that. You've always talked about that, betting with your heart. You can't. Can't. Can't do it. You can't do it. So... But I we try talk, not to do that on this show. But I also will tell you this. Yes. When you have a team that's rolling, never bet against streaks, Peter. Never bet against them. Never bet against streaks, okay. like Baltimore. If you had to pick a side, would you take Baltimore or Tampa, truthfully, in this game? Well, who's pitching? I don't know who's pitching right now. It's irrelevant. We're talking about the Baltimore Orioles against Tampa Bay Rays. Because Baltimore has given Tampa Bay problems, I would take Baltimore. Wow, that's pretty strong because now you're learning from me. But the average fan's going to say, oh, Tampa Bay, 100%. Well, don't no. bet against streaks until the streak beats you. Right. And if you can't bet with the streak, you're not supposed to bet. It's it. in Tampa, I right? Really, yeah, I, I really hope or people Saint understand Pete. what I'm saying by that. And the, and what, what the compass of I'm trying to circle everything back around here. What I'm trying to say is, is you have a hot team, and you're always looking for streaks, and you're also looking for tendencies. Right now, the White Sox, it's tied two two. They were underdogs with Michael Kopech on the mound and a team that's scoring a lot of offense. Okay, <clears throat> between Luis Robert, Jose Abreu, and uh, I forgot who it is. They're batting over 300 right now. They're just they're they're playing really good offense. Well, can Jimenez stay healthy? It, no, he's already dinged up again. But the point I'm trying to make is this is a team you want to continue to bet because they're on this streak, mm-hmm. and you're going to get them at a good price. Meaning, it's okay to bet a really good team when they're playing really good, mm-hmm. but it's hard to play them when you're minus when you're laying two, two, two and a half to one on your money. You want to play a team that has upside. That is either even money or small favorite or very small underdog. Can you get into uh, a, a what's the word I'm looking for? Can you can you get into some type of quandary where you're taking some team because they are on a hot streak and then eventually they're going to lose? And that night that you pick them to win because they are on a hot streak that they do lose, that you, you do know, lose money. A, a lot of people call that the do theory. Okay. Okay. And I know some people that are watching the show, they actually gamble. The do theory is exactly what you're talking about. Wow. They're due to lose, but you know what? Mm-hmm. They're due to win. Go to a casino and you go to play roulette. Right. Okay. And if you want to play almost a 50, 50 split, you have red and you have black. You know, the last time I went to a casino, how much money I lost. Hold on. Yeah. Red came up five times in a row. And you walk up and go, hey, how many times did red come up? Five times in a row. And you're going to like, give me 100 on black, but it come up on red. Wait a minute. Those are people to what they call the do theory. Or I'm sorry, the, the you know, it's, yeah, it, they're due to lose. Well, I kind of feel like that. I tell I tell my friend all the time, he tells me uh, I went on the slots. I went, won $10,000. And I said, well, how much did you walk out with? Zero. Well, when you were up 10,000 or when you started losing, why didn't you just get out? Well, I was on a hot streak, but then you were on a losing streak. So why not walk out? Well, that's the whole thing. Uh, in gambling, you got to know when to hold them, when to fold them. It's an old Kenny Rogers song. It is. And it comes to true pass. Can you sing it? No, not here because we'll get shut down. Okay, good. So let's go ahead and cheers it out. Christopher Sandoval says, Sox could also use a manager. Don't forget. I'm going to go ahead and address <laughs> that again. You may be correct, but I think I don't think... You take a team that's going to be potentially a game out after this series, potentially, mm-hmm. and then fire your manager. Sorry, you just don't do it. Right. Now, could it light a spark up under someone's ass? Yeah, but it could also <laughs> piss off a lot of players as well. <coughs> wow, look at this. Mike Hughes says, not replacing Rodon set up the narrative of the season. That's not true, Mike. I, I don't know, Mike. I, I got I to gotta politely disagree with you on that, and let me explain why. You're talking about one player. You're talking about a pitcher. I don't care if you had Rodon here. When you had when this team for the past two months has been fielding a triple A ball club because of all the injuries, 
I don't care if Jesus Christ himself, well, maybe Jesus, because then he'd end up winning. Okay. Right. But you get the point I'm trying to make. Okay. Some of the questionable things that, you know, I'm going to go back to what Christian said, you know, you know, about Tony LaRusso. Mm-hmm. You know, having people that should be batting on the bottom of the lineup leading off. Look, man, it's easy to be an armchair manager or an armchair quarterback. Okay. They're in that field for a reason. Well, there was a, there are a lot of fans that used to talk the same way about Joe Madden when he was managing down here, and of course now he's no longer a manager in Major League Baseball. But he kind of do you remember when he first introduced the bullpen sessions? Yes, game after game after game. They're like, yes, what kind of horse crap is that, man? You can't win like that. Right. Starters have got to go five, six, seven innings. But they've shown that you know they can do that. They all of a sudden he, he was hailed as a genius, and then he went to the Cubs. He started doing that there a little bit, and all of a sudden, oh my God, the guy's a genius! And he was ran, a genius, and then he ran his ass out of Chicago as quickly as they thought he was a genius. Still won a World Series, though. Yes, you know, is. and I don't understand. Like you, you won a World Series, and then after what? How many years? One hundred and eight years, and you finally win a World Series, and then basically you're exited out the next couple of years. Yeah, and then you go to the Angels. It doesn't work out there. I mean, it's. Joe Madden's one of the best managers in the game. He should definitely have a, a managerial he, job. And, and he got termed. Right. And he got fired. I never understood why the Rays let him go. Well, I do understand why they let him go because of money. Roger Shue says, cheers, gentlemen. Christopher cheers. Cole says, if if I start betting, I'm not betting on the Cubs or the Bucks. Well, why not the Bucs? No, why that's, not the no Bucks? that's a smart move because Chris heard what the Greek said. And I hate to talk about myself in a third person, but someone has to. Do not bet on your home team because nine times out of ten you're betting with your heart. Not not always. Did you just? That's right. That's why the hence the word nine out of ten. I understand you work for the CW and CBS. Yeah. That's why I said nine times out of ten. Is that always? No, ten out of ten is always. Not nine out of ten. All right, smart guy. Okay, I can see. <laughs> at least I'm getting a little acknowledgement here. <laughs> Whatever. Roger Shoe says, "If I was a, I'm sorry." Roger Shoe says, "Where's Rex Grossman, aka Troy?" Who knows. Fred Hubner says Robert and TA's. Ooh, hey, Fred. Thanks, bud. What's up, Fred? He's awesome, by the way. Great show, Monday nights. Hubes, brews, and hang on. Hubes, views, and brews. Easy for you to say. I, I tell you one thing. What's I that? love his brews. I bet you do. No, seriously. And the only problem with it is, is I can't get what he's drinking up there because. Fred, we're only 1,200 miles away, but when I come up there, <laughs> you are taking me to a couple of these places because I can't wait to actually check it out. Nice. Hubner says, Robert and TA's defensive liabilities lately in Kopech with a second straight start giving up two in the first. Damn it. Absolutely, Fred. I'm feeling the pain. But you have to admit it. You're starting to see a little bit of difference in the way this team's starting to play. I'm still seeing some of the stupid things that are happening, but they have the second half to get this together, unlike they did last year. Last year, if you remember, I think it was late August, even early September, and I could be wrong. But that team didn't actually get together till then, and they had no chance when they went in the playoffs. And I'm not saying they're winning a World Series. Right. But this team should be able to win this division, and they should be able to make some sort of a push into the playoffs. Well, all you got to do is you want to get in. I mean, you you once you get in, then you never know what happens at that point. But, yes, Fred is correct about one thing, especially with Kopech. Michael right now is not pitching like he was a month ago. Mm -hmm. The kid was unhittable. But am I the only one that's noticed that he's lost four mile an hour in his fastball? Is that by design? Uh, uh oh. Well, that may <laughs> that may be an injury. That may be uh, from a tired arm. Don't and that's know. why a lot of pitchers don't go the six to seven to eight innings like they used to. Joanna MacArthur, cheers. Yeah. Roger Shue says, bets low and returns high, 100%. Roger Shue says, Matt Jackson injured in match. They call an audible to have a swerve in, uh, glory win in our glory win titles. That's yeah. AEW again. That's wrestling. Yeah, that's probably what it was. It, that's what it comes down to, injuries. Hey, Raj, I know nothing about wrestling. Bro. I do. I'll carry you. I'll be your Ric Flair. I'll carry you through a match. You be, you be Hulk Hogan. I'll be Ric Flair. I'll carry you. You don't have to do anything. I'll just carry you throughout the whole thing. Did, like you and Roger ever do Mazzola Rolla wrestling? No. Do you know what that is? No, I, I don't even want to know. Absolutely, because right now Fred Huebner is dying when I just said that. You're an idiot. Fred, I dare you. Go ahead and tell everybody what Mazzola Rolla wrestling is. You're an idiot. Sounds it sounds. I'll bad tell to you me. what. No, it's actually kind of fun. Oh yeah, what is I'll it? I'll tell you what. I I implore everybody to go ahead and make a comment. 
after I do this. Mazzola, Mazzola roller wrestling is, is when you look. You remember playing Twister or are you too young for that? I you played it, yeah, a little bit. Well, the, the it's it's the too same young. kind of concept. It's a big plastic tarp. Uh and you grab a bottle of Mazzola corn oil. Uh and you just put it all over the place. Sounds like something you do in the fraternity. Yeah, kind of. Or or some or something in old school. Why does it have to be old? It just sounds like no, fun. Old school, the movie. I mean, yeah, old school the movie, but you're just, my boy, Blue. But but just imagine grabbing a hole of somebody. That's what they call a Mazzola roller party, but you wow. have a whole bunch of people doing it. It's actually kind of cool. I wouldn't know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, it sounds like something you do on a, a Friday or Saturday night or something. Christian Shanafel says, I'm not saying LaRusse is the only problem, but my God, there needs to be changes 100%. I'd love to know what changes you want to see. Right. Other than a second baseman. Call for it. There you I'm, go. I'm not going to. Not a not, baby. Listen, I'm not going to be on the bandwagon of fire Tony, fire Tony, fire Tony. This city in Chicago has a has a tendency of just wanting to get rid of the next coach. The backup quarterback is always the best player on the team. You know, you got to get behind your team sometime. I well, the fan base is, is hungry for winners. That's what they're hungry for. They're hungry for the White Sox to be a winner. They're hungry for the Cubs to be a winner. They're hungry for the Bulls to be a winner. They're hungry for the Blackhawks to be a winner. And right now, most of all those teams I just talked about are yeah. just irrelevant. Right? So I don't blame the fans. I understand where they're coming from. They're fans at the end but of the day. But what changes? Instead of just saying the word changes, what changes are supposed to be made? I tell you what, give out the phone gave, number. Give out yeah. the phone number. Let them call in. You know what? You have a question or a comment, give us a call. It's 727-320-5866, 727-320-5866. I'm your host, Harry the Greek, alongside with a little, I'm sorry, CW's very own Peter Blake. I like 44 Pete. That's kind of cool. But that was pretty good. We'll, 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 do the, we'll do the CW Peter Blake. No, but Christian, seriously, yeah. I'd like to know what changes. Rather than just saying, hey, they just need to make, to make changes. What is it? I already gave you what I think the changes need to be. They need a relief pitcher and they need a second baseman. Do they go out and get? That? It costs money. I, I say no. I mean, it, it's like the Rays all over again. You got to spend money. You got to make the moves at the trading deadline. Will the White Sox do that? Have they done that in the past? No. Will they do it this year? Most likely, no. You know why? Because they're cheap. Yeah. Christian Shanafel says, "Winning ugly in '84. I was a Sox fan, a White Sox fan. Also, I have to admit." You know what? It's true. You know, Peter, you didn't know that. That that was their motto back then. What's that? It was called "Win and Ugly." Win and Ugly. Okay. Yep. Okay. I I don't know why they called it "Win and Ugly." You said I think something it, I else, think, but I think yeah. it had something to do with those butt ass ugly uniforms that they used to have. Maybe. I'd love to know. Maybe bring Fred it back. Probably know. Maybe maybe that'll help. Christian Shanafel says Toronto's in the playoff picture as it stands. They fired their manager. Not saying TLR needs to be fired right now. Damage probably has already been done, but after the season, see ya. I don't understand why they fired Montoya. I don't know. If you're in the if you're in the playoff chase, why are you firing the manager unless the manager had some internal problems with ownership? That's question. or the general man. That's the only time that happens. Something like that. Like Joe Madden, right? They went on a win streak, 12 game win streak, and then all of a sudden he's on the hot seat because he's had eternal problems. In that organization, that's why he lost his job. That's why it always happens. It's a popularity contest. That's sometimes. a great point. It really is. That's a great point. In my point of view on that, honestly, yeah. Uh, Toronto is one of the premier teams in the major leagues this year. We always and talk they, about Toronto they, being a premier and, team. And you know what? And they haven't lived up to it. They have pitching. They have really good offense. They have an extraordinary defense, but they haven't pulled it together. But you know what the difference between the White Sox and Toronto is? What's that? Toronto's been healthy. Yes, Toronto's been healthy, okay. and they also and, spent and money in the offseason. And they're still not playing up to their capability. But is that the manager's fault, or is that the players that the GM or they, the ownership got? You know See? what? And that's the problem, because the manager will get blamed for it, because he's the captain of the ship. It's always been well, like that. It's like but anything that's, you do. Yeah, but that's it's it's unfair to a certain degree, is I, I it can, not? I can say that to my, about my 9 to 5 as well. I've been with the same company for 15 years. I'm five people short, but we're still producing. Right. We're still doing the same amount of cars on a daily basis. How many years has Mentoya been with them? A couple of years? I, it, I and they know. fired him? Wow. I don't know. I mean, to me, that's just that's not a good thing to do in the middle of the season. Nope. And please. Right. Please. I don't want to hear anything more about A.J. Pierzynski supposed to be taking over the managerial duties for the White Sox. He's not Ozzie Gee. Do you like that? No. 
Why is that? Why? I, I, why is off, that? Why is that a sexy name besides the fact that I he played love, hard as a White Sox player? Because why? The, because the narrative is always going to fit this in Chicago. Ozzy did it, mm. and he's a former player. But hey, you guys got to want to be reminded about Robin Ventura. Well, you know, catchers are smart guys. He was a catcher in the league. You know, catchers maybe, are some of the the smartest I, pl- I, players I, out there. I think this team is built to win now. Mm. I think if they were going to do something with the manager, they should have did it before the season started. Larusa would not have been my pick to run this particular team. Right. Okay, but I'm not going to be indicting. Is he too old? Does the game pass him? You've by? already said it. He makes questionable decisions. Right. You know, I mean, so and that's where the fans are coming from. I see the fans' perspective on that. I understand that. Because I feel the same way. I felt the same way about Joe Madden. I feel the same way sometimes about Kevin Cash. I still can't get over the last couple of years, two years ago in the World Series in game six. How you take out Blake Snell, who is absolutely cruising at that point, and you take him out for a bullpen, and guess what happens? They blow the game wide open. Dodgers win. Unbelievable. You, sometimes you just got to put the computer in the closet. Sometimes you got to let a pitcher pitch, especially if he's dealing like that. Andrew Forbear says, look at those two buttes. What's up, big store? Big board. It's a big store, too. Big store. Jeez. Our Canadian buddy, Fred Hubner, had a parlay with Robert to drive in a run, and he leaves in, leave in second with an injury. Oh, Uh-oh, these guys are fragile. Another oh, boy, another injury to the White Sox. I feel like we're talking about the Rays because the Rays have had the same thing. Christian Shanifel says Rick Hahn can move on as well. I don't know who Rick Hahn is. Who's that? He's the GM. Oh, he's the GM? Well, yeah. I mean, I think, look, if you're going to clean house, that's the problem. See, okay, you can fire the manager all you want to. But who's the guy who got the goods, right? It's like Bill Parcell said, what, about 15, 20 years ago? You know, I want to not only uh, be a part of the coach, but I also want to buy the groceries. Who bought the groceries? Han. So Han bought the groceries. Groceries aren't working out. You fire the manager. What's the next step? Fred, do you agree with that? Clean I'm house. kind of curious. I'd love to see what Fred's perspective is on that. I don't know what Nee's saying. She's elbow cough, elbow cough. So I guess I got an elbow cough. What's that? I have no idea. I don't know. I think she's got an iPhone. Hi, Nee. Hi, Nee. How are you? Hi, Queen Anina. Roger Shue said, wish I had Fred's brews also. I, I think he wishes he had any brews at this point. You're not making that much money, are you, Roger? <laughs> Roger, I think Fred tips in a week what he makes. I'm uh, kidding, Roger. I'm kidding. Fred's a legend in Chicago. Are Without you serious? Question, I yes, used to listen to Fred. I still listen to Fred. I told you I grew up on Chicago sports. Everybody thinks I'm joking about this. I Guys, I'm not flirting with you. I really have grown up on Chicago sports. Cubs, White Sox, Bulls. I mean, that's sports down here, especially a baseball What's team. What's wrong with the Blackhawks? Eh, I watched some Blackhawks. I watched some Blackhawks hockey when the Lightning weren't around, but now it's you know strictly Lightning. Fred Hubner says, can't wait. Uber will await us. Well, there you go. Uber <laughs> will await us. It's good stuff. Roger says he got a dead arm. Could. Roger Shue says, I did Mazza wrestling as a kid in Chicago. Well, you would do that. You would absolutely admit to that. Christian Shanafelt says, I'll take Ricky Renteria at this point. Jeez. I hate to tell you this. Yeah. I thought it was shameful. What was shameful? To get rid of Renteria. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. This is, But this shows the organization that you have right now. When you have an organization that is getting rid of multiple managers, Year after year, that's not stability. Same thing with the NFL. So many years with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, coach is not working out. Two years, fire him. Guess what? You got to change everything over again. That's not stability in sports. It doesn't work like that. Roger Shue says Mazzola. Okay. I don't know what he said, but. You know, if we don't see another comment from this point forward, right. we know what Roger's doing. Oh, absolutely. The Mazzola roller he's, party. He's wrestling with himself. Is that like the old, uh, what the hell was his name from the 80s, the rock star, uh, the English guy with the one glove and the braces? Hang on. God bless America. I don't even know what you said. The guy sang the song, I'm Dancing With Myself. Um, oh, Dancing With Myself. Oh, um, that was Billy Idol. That's right. He's, yeah, he's, Billy he's, Idol. He's, cheers to that. Cheers, cheers to Billy cheers Idol. Again. Cheers to you, you too, Fred. We're going to do this. I think we're going to do a That's cheers right. every time we say something smart or something. Peter. I hear you saying Chicago needs a winner while you are in Tampa. Lucky guy. I mean, look, I feel bad because I love Chicago sports fans. Just, They're you know, diehards. Hang on, Fred. Thanks, man. I could just shut my mic off because he's now going to take over. Well, it, hello? Yeah, okay. So here's the thing. 
I feel bad for you guys because I love Chicago sports fans. You guys are diehards. In fact, I wish there was more diehards down here in Tampa. So, yeah, I would like to see you guys win, especially with the Chicago Bulls. I think that's probably the closest thing you got. Maybe the White Sox here. Cubs, you know, they won a World Series a couple years ago after, you know, 108 years. Maybe another 108 years until they win another one. But at least you got one. Right? And the Blackhawks are just a mess. I'm sorry, man. What? What did I get flicked? What? 108 years, really? What? Did I say that? Or what? Uh, you know, my wife's from Jersey. She's been indoctrinated to love everything. She Chicago. just hit me. I know she, she did. You. She flicked you. He abused me. I don't have to take it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Thank you. Fred Hubner says, Texas manager Doug Radar has used the phrase and it's stuck with the Sox fans. Which one was that? Uh, I think he was saying about 84 how the, the White Sox were winning ugly. But here's the thing. Win ugly, win pretty. Win, baby. Just win, baby. Go back to Al Davis, right? By the way, one of my favorite AFC teams of all time. What, the Raiders? The Oakland Raiders. I hate the Raiders. Why? I'm yeah, sorry. Awesome. Uh, not, not, not the time I watched them. I mean, Bo Jackson, maybe everything else after that. That's Rod- kind of stunk. Roger Shu says, Pete, when you giving the Greek and I a tour of CW44? I think that could definitely be arranged, guys. Some some future plans on the horizon. Keep it locked. We'll you see. said you're going to pay for uh, Fred Hubner's airline ticket to come down the floor. Absolutely. Why not? Absolutely. I just got a raise and everything. Yeah, sure. Let's have him at, let's have him down. We'll have some brews. We'll talk some sports. I mean, that's a sports legend right there. He talk all kind. He has all kinds of stories to talk about when it comes to. Sports in general. I I, I got to pump the brakes here. I got to tell you a quick story. Yeah, what's that? I remember that? some years ago, I'm listening to Fred doing a post-game show for the Chicago Bears. Okay. The Bears got their ass shellacked. He might even remember this. It was against the Houston Texans. In Houston, I mean, just absolutely mopped them up. I flew from Florida to Chicago mm-hmm. to go see probably, arguably, the third coldest game ever. And that was who? What? Who was that against? Against Houston. Against, against Houston. Houston. Okay. Now, I get out of the car. I am wearing a pair of long johns. Okay. A pair of sweatpants. Okay. A pair of jeans, in the same kind of layers that I've had for my shirts. Sure. Then I'm wearing a scarf. Not to be then, confused with his stomach, by the way. Okay. Just saying. Then I'm wearing a scarf. I'm completely <laughs> layered up. Mm-hmm. And I'm shaking like a whore in church. Wow. It is that cold. I can't imagine. So the wife goes, I'll take care of this, honey. And I'm like, here? No. No. <laughs> she, she whips out a bottle of brandy. Okay. And she starts pouring it into my hot chocolate. Cons- by cons- the end, by consequently, the end- a lot of Chicago sports fans are feeling like this Hold right on. now. So They've done this, this. So what does this have to do with Hubner? Right. This is a good story. Because okay. he doesn't even know about this. Okay. I'm like trash by the end of the first quarter. So we're leaving the game in the third quarter because they're losing like 100 to nothing. Okay. It's miserable. It's cold, but I don't care. And I'm walking along the lakefront to go to my car. And everybody that knows in Chicago, when it's really windy in the winter, the water is beating up against the seawalls. So you're having to time it. Because the water's coming over the top and it's spraying you. Well, I didn't time one of them and I got completely soaked. Wow. And I had another half a mile to walk. Hmm. And it's freezing. It's below zero. I get to the car and I'm getting undressed outside the car. Wrapped up in a blanket to get in there. And my wife says, listen to this guy, Fred. He is going nuts on the radio. He's like, this team needs to be shot or whatever. I don't remember exactly what it was. I love that. I love that passion. Awesome. That is that is the reason why you but get into on. sports talk radio and sports talk so in on. general. So my drunk wife decides to call the radio station. And she's talking to you. Oh, my God. Okay. That's funny. Fred, if you remember, because you made a comment about her Jersey accent. You're like, where are you from? Where are you from? <laughs> I'll never forget that. How long ago was this? God, this is some years back. Is this in the 80s with Warren Moon, Haywood no, Jeffries, Ernest no, Givens? How no, long ago was no, this? How long? It's, 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 God, I don't remember, but it's not that, that long. It's, it's been a while, but it wasn't that long. Wasn't it in the 90s? Years. No, it's after the 90s. Oh, so Steve that McNair was, days. Yeah. Okay, Eric McNair. I think they got, they did get blown out that day, didn't they? 
I don't know, but Fred actually might remember that because he it was one of the few times that I heard him absolutely just he just went nuts. Mm. I, and 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 he's not really known for that. Sure, you know, I mean, it, Mike North. Used I've to heard I've heard him. I've heard Mike North. I mean, I grew up on Bob Kemp on late nights, two o'clock in the morning, out in Vegas, just going ape you know what and then having a segment about tommy lasorda and then when lasorda passed away and then of course he stopped doing it but i had to stay up at night that's i was like 10 11 years old my mom was wondering what's wrong with you i'm, I'm listening to sports talk radio this is what i'm listening to yep. you got to go to school no more i'm gonna go to school i don't care about school fred hubner says oh, the season is on the players which han brought in hate to agree i have to agree it is that. Roger Shue says, I remember that game. Yeah, unfortunately, so do I. Fred also says, give me a few weeks and I'll join you guys on the show from the new 1252 studios. I can't wait. I like it. I love it. Sounds good. They're having a really good time with that. I'm excited. <laughs> We're not even going to go there. <laughs> We're definitely not going there. Because I'm going to pass you by, buddy. You, That's you, why. Cheers to, the, cheers to that. I want to go ahead and talk a little Chicago yes. Bears football. Let's do it. It's, it's a little bit... Uh, now, look, I've been very, very critical of this organization. I understand what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But then again, I don't know what they're doing because here's the thing. I get it. You're invested in the future trying to free up cap. But how in the earthly world have you helped out that rookie or that second-year quarterback and in I'm any gonna, way? And I'm going to tell you how they did it. And don't say it now. Don't, don't you know. Take your own advice about this with, you know, putting your heart in this. Honestly, look no, at this honestly, as a football fan. I honestly think that this team is going to improve ever so slightly this year just from the mere fact of having a coaching change. Okay? Because we're going to go from the mentality of a team that is passing the ball not to set up the run. Mm. You know how they used to say in Tampa they're passing the ball to set up the run? Sure. Well, this previous regime was passing the ball not to set up the run hmm. because they just didn't believe in running the football. And when you have a running back like a David Montgomery or a Khalil Herbert or, the matter of fact, the kid that they just drafted, especially with a defensive-minded head coach and the team and, and the mentality of wanting to run the football to set up the pass. So you're asking me, how are they going to make that difference? Coaching change is always going to make a difference. Now, are they going to be world beaters? No, but they're not going to be as bad as what people are saying. And I am not as down on this wide receiver crew with having a Brian Pringle. Okay. Even though he's an idiot here in Pasco County, by the way, that's the next County North of where we currently live. And he's doing donuts with his buddy in the car with his kid. And he gets arrested because he doesn't have a driver's license. But when you quietly have one of the better slot receivers in the league in a Darnell Mooney, I love him. But he's your number one wide receiver. No, he's not anymore. It's going to be a guy by the name of Enkeel Harry that they just got from the uh, Patriots. Hold on. Hold on before you go. Eh, eh. What, is a wide, what does a young quarterback always need other than a good tight end? He needs a big-bodied receiver. 6'4", 225 pounds, and he can catch the ball. Uh, look, I've not seen enough out of oh, him. Oh, and wait a minute. Yeah. He can... He can run block. Okay, he can run block. There you go. But here's the thing. What has he done throughout his career? Look, I being like a number one pick for the New England Patriots. Look, they're not what he got set back a little bit. Well, it's not like the Patriots have all these weapons. This is not as bad as people think. Brian Pringle, Darnell Moody, and Keel Harry, and Vilas Jones. This is not a bad group, especially Vilas Jones. Let me tell you something. Everybody's going to try to compare him. Oh, he's the next Devin. He's not the next Devin Hester. But if he brings another dy a, a dynamic to this ball club, mm -hmm. I think it's going to be different. Defensively, I haven't seen enough. But I think offensively, they're not going to be as challenged as what people think they're going to be. Because they're going to control the football by running the football. And with the youth and the athleticism of Justin Fields, I think they're going to be very mobile back there. And I think they're going to be a little bit better than what people are going to give him credit for. And I'd love to hear your opinion on this, folks. Yeah, and I think you got to keep your expectations in check because, uh, in my opinion, I don't think they've done enough to help this young quarterback out. Furthermore, you're talking about you know Byron Pringle and you say he's doing donuts. I mean, already I don't like the guy. And then to kill Harry, he's done nothing with the Patriots, all kinds of potential. I get it. He's a young receiver, could pop off. But you got a young quarterback. you got to first and foremost protect him. You're going to have to run the ball a lot. And the weapons they have in that wide receiver room just don't impress me. And then defensively, you get rid of Khalil Mack. They had to, Peter. 
I, the guy's I get it. been more injured than he's been playing. He's gonna. It's the same crap's gonna happen when he's out with the Chargers. I think they're I, I leopards honest, just don't change their spot. I think they're in a rebuilding year. But hold on, and, we're, we're bouncing too far off of this. They got in Keel Haria for a seventh round draft pick, Pete. A seventh round draft pick. He will be the best receiver for this team next to Darnell Mooney. Okay. Because of the fact that he's bringing that, they finally have that receiver that's going to be able to replace the other big body receiver that they had from before. I'm telling you, it's a good. Allen Robinson. Uh, we'll Rob. see. I, I mean, uh, there's Allen a Robinson? lot of there's he's a the there's potential. a lot of questions there for me, mm-hmm. and I think it would have been helped out if you re-sign an Allen Robinson. I get it. You don't have the money. You're trying to rebuild. You're trying to free up all that cap right now. You're going through a transition process. But I would warn fans out there that if Fields does struggle. Maybe, you know, ease off of them because I don't think this organization has done enough to help them out. Just my opinion. And and I like to hear from you guys. I like to hear from Fred Huebner on this. I like to hear what he has you know to what? say. I'm going to give you a prediction. If he stays healthy this year and they run the ball like I think they're going to run, I honestly think that Justin Fields conservatively can throw for 3,000 yards this year, mm-hmm. not five or mm-hmm. 4,000. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving it. I think conservatively he can run for 3,000 yards rush for about 700 yards this year, mm-hmm. probably throw about 20 touchdowns and maybe 10 to 12 picks. And see, I, I think you could, what you and could that see would is, be, that, that would be a successful year. You could see a team that starts oh, yeah. out 0 and 6, 0 and 8. I don't. And I'll, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you what the, the, the light at the end of the tunnel is. Tony Dungy did this the first year when he was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He went 0-8, and and then after that, the team learned how to win. They went on a winning streak, and then he carried over next year in 97, and they went to the playoffs. But everybody wanted to fire Tony Dungy, and I hear the same comparisons with the coach that you guys have. So for me, it's a tough schedule. The division is tough. You still have Green Bay. You still have Minnesota. I think Minnesota's improved. I think the Lions are going to play better. I like to be an optimist about this team, but I'm just not optimistic about the Bears. I don't think they've done enough. And I get it. I understand it. It's just, to me, it's a tough situation for Justin Fields. And let me tell you something. When the pundits are out there talking about how bad a team is going to be prior to the season starting, I can also give you two or three teams that never should have been there last year, and one of them made it to the Super Bowl. Oh, correct. Correct. Give me a break. And the Cincinnati Bengals. But you you have to take that progressive step that I don't know if Justin Fields can do that because the organization of the bears hasn't provided enough around but him. You see, and that's where I disagree with you at because they have done exactly that by getting rid of the coaching staff, bringing in a defensive minded coordinator and a run minded, I'm sorry, in a run minded head coach. So let me get this okay, straight. A second year what... quarterback has to learn a new system. Correct. But how that's much more, tough. But hold on. That system's going to be drawn back tremendously because of the fact that they're not going to be a pass happy team. So you better run the ball a lot. They're going to run the football okay. a lot. He's going to he's this is how you're, you're going to have this young man. I'm right. sorry. You're going to have to. Otherwise, they are going to ruin another quarterback. Period. The end. Okay. I remember when Musin Muhammad well, came from not Carolina. To, well, not to, inter- but not to interrupt you, but this was my whole point of emphasis when Matt Nagy was given that one year to draft a quarterback when he already drafted Money Mitch, and that didn't work out. You should have fired the coach then. If I'm not mistaken, John Fox drafted Money Mitch. No, I believe it was. I thought it I was. I don't know about that. I, I'm trying to remember. Was that. it Nagy? No, I believe it was Nagy, and no. it was also Pace. Well, it was Pace, but the point was. I don't remember. Why, why is that not really coming to my brain right now? I think it was Nagy that drafted him. Was not Fox. Anyway, I'm sure someone's going to go ahead and okay. But the po- the point is, why would you not fire Matt Nagy, then bring in a new coach, then bring in the quarterback? Instead, you have Nagy. You know he's on the hot seat. That's he drafts question. Justin Fields, and then he's going to fire him. It doesn't make any sense. It, it stops the quarterback's development. That's what you can't do. That's what you got to be careful with. That's why a guy like Alex Smith for uh, at least 10 years, was not able to develop because he had multiple offensive coordinators. Jason Campbell comes to mind. Even a Jameis Winston with firing coaches, firing offensive coordinators. That's what we talk about with stability in organizations. When you're firing coaches, when you're firing offensive coordinators, you're changing your systems around, you're ruining your players' development. They're not able to be able to be successful and reach that full potential. So that's what I kind of worry about with Justin Fields. I think the Bears did it backwards. 
They should have fired Nagy in the first place. They should have had a new coach if he wanted to draft a Justin Fields, draft a Justin Fields, and develop them together. Now you have a quarterback who you drafted going into his second year in his second offensive system. It makes no sense. Good point. Thank you. But that's why I think Fields will have a better year this year than he had last year because of the fact that he's not going to be in that type of offense Fair where enough. he's going to have to rely on his uh, on that on that right arm of his. Okay. Okay. Because if you remember correctly, and you know this is how I handicap a lot of football games because I spend hours upon hours breaking down film. Mm. And unfortunately, Justin Fields has a hitch in his throw. He does. And he's they're they're going to get rid of that so did cam newton there's a lot okay. of there's a lot of players but, but in there cam in newton past. never got rid of it that's the other right. problem so if you want to talk about quarterbacks that have been ruined because of offensive systems or having too many coaches sure just look at josh rosen yes okay the number 10 pick in the <laughs> nfl who had absolutely every credential to make it in the national football league correct but never found the correct home for him yep but then again then you have and i'm not trying to get off on a tangent but when you take a mediocre quarterback like a Mac Jones from Alabama and he goes to New England and he has success in the first half of the season, it's because of the offense. It's because of the game plan. Because the in. organization has put enough around him to where he can be successful. They have not done that, in my opinion, in Chicago for fields. So Is that fair? So in closing, yes, it's fair. But in closing, I will say this. How many wins over under? I, I have Chicago being right around seven wins this year. I think you're I gotta I gotta go under, man. I'm sorry. No, I, I hate do. to tell I, you I, honestly I, think I go under seven, on that. Seven wins. But this is why I think Justin Fields is gonna have a better season this year. And I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, Justin Fields, under, if he has a successful under, yes, under. Get if, out of here. <laughs> if Justin Fields has a successful <laughs> year this year. Again. She flicked me again. This I is the reason this point out. you married her for a reason. She flicks you all the time in the back of the head, right? Peter, if I, all I have to do is just tell her to kick your ass. She's gonna drag you <laughs> off in that other room and just beat the brakes off of you. Jesus. Trust me, I know my wife. But anyway, I don't even have a wife at this point. After that, I don't even want a wife. You couldn't afford mine. <laughs> Well, probably couldn't. You're probably Maybe right. About. Throw <laughs> yeah, she's going to. I, I, I though I do no, like she's the fact to, she's feisty. He's going to have a good year this year. Okay. And next year, it's even going to be better. And I'll tell you why. Because he's going to see defenses and he's going to understand how to read them a little bit more. This team is not going to be as challenged as you think offensively. Okay. I promise you that. It's the defense you better start questioning and what happened. Well, look, and we brought in a defensive-minded coordinator. You're going. You have a new defensive system. Do you have the horses to run it? Are you going to keep Robert Quinn? That's the question. You already got rid of a defensive tackle look, who went to Tampa point, Bay. At this point, it doesn't make a difference if Robert Quinn stays or goes. I'd like to see him stay, but he's not going to. I don't know how you well. can't how you can say that. Robert Quinn was probably your best defensive player last year. It's not going to make a difference this year for this defense. So you might as well get that draft. Capital. So then you're agreeing with me that it is a rebuilding year. Because if you get rid of Robert Quinn with already getting rid of a Khalil Mack, you're admitting that you're rebuilding, which you are. You're okay. trying to free up cap next year. Listen, this defensive line, wait till you see what – you know what? We're, we're done talking about this. You are – What? Oh God, you infuriate me sometimes. What do I infuriate you? I watched the game with you last year. We talked about the depth on this team. But come on, you're getting rid of your best defensive player and Robert Quinn and everything is going to be, you know, unicorns and rainbows? He doesn't want to play for the team. That's the bottom line. Okay. Well, then he, they he better push that narrative to get traded. And if I was Robert Quinn, I wouldn't blame him. So while the iron is hot, grab what you can from. I think you can get a third or maybe even a second round a pick third? for a guy that got. I'm get a second or a first for that guy. That guy has still got gas in the tank. He doesn't have enough years left in his contract and age is on. He's on the wrong side of his age. <sighs> I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right, but he's still at his highest value. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you. The good, good retorts. <laughs> Joanna says, really enjoying the show tonight. Thank you, Joanna. Christian says, Mooney is still wide receiver one, and Keel Harry isn't guaranteed to make the squad. No, he's going to make the squad. They gave up a seventh-round pick for him. Low risk, high reward. Just like keep your bets low and your returns high. I love that. True. It can put, it can pan out if it doesn't. Not the biggest risk to take. Christian it's a seven. Says, it's a seven-round pick. Yep. But again, he's a former first-round player. I get it. Bears fans say he's got potential. He's got the. Trust me. What is he? Harry's what is? Why has he team. not been successful with the Patriots? That's what you got to look at. Why? Offensive system. 
Okay, so he's not going to fit the offensive system. So you think he'll fit this offensive system? Okay. Do you think he's going to be better than Avilas Jones? I don't even know what you just said. I don't know okay, who, who Avilas Jones but is. But you know who Ankeel Harry is. I, I, okay, yeah, I know who say. he is, but I, I, I know he's says, not done much of anything. Christian says it was Ryan Pace who drafted Trubisky. I thought I was right with that. It was Fox's final year in Chicago. Nagy came along in year two of the Trubisky era. He, Trubisky was never Ryan Pace's guy. So then why did Ryan Pace draft him if he wasn't Ryan Pace's guy? No, not Ryan Pace. Matt Nagy's guy. Okay. Sorry. Well, he wasn't Matt Nagy's guy, but then again, you saw with supposedly the offensive acumen, Leo Ward, when he was brought over from Kansas City, how he was able to not develop a quarterback. So why did you continue to have him on there when he did nothing with Mitch? Why did you allow him to have another year with Justin Fields? Great when question. You, I, I, that's what I don't understand. Like, I don't understand that. Somebody has to explain this to me like I'm an eight-year-old. Because I watched football for over 40 years, man. Here's a great stat. Sure. I didn't know that, and Christian brought it up. Thanks for bringing the knowledge and dropping the mic here. PFF graded Brian Peringirl and Enkeel Harry as number one and number two as the highest graded run block and wide receivers last season. Look, uh, th that's all well wow, and good if you're going to run. The, that's strong, but guys got to catch balls consistently. They got to. But they, so, but, you know, I get it. You you could talk about guys that you can run block, but they're wide receivers at the Peter, end of the day. I said the team is going to have a focus on the run game this year. You're going to run the you're going to run the ball forty times a game. You know what? If they run the ball 40 times a game and even have a whisper of defense, they're going to win more than seven games. I don't see them running the ball 40 times a game. I don't either. But okay. if they did, they win more than seven. Yeah, I ain't gonna... Joanna MacArthur, you know why they'll win more than seven? Why? Because if you're running the ball 40 times a game, that means you generally are in the game or you're in the lead. True. That's true. And you're also taking the pressure off your quarterback. Correct. That's the way you're going to have to win. Joanna says, Peter and Harry, y'all always have great perspectives and outlooks on players and coaches. Thank you, Joanna. Thank you, That's Juana. exactly what this is all about. I don't think about. it's Joanna. It's Juana. Juana. Sorry, Joanna. Joanna sounds like, do you want it? But that's not what I'm trying to say. Cheers. Cheers. Here we go. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. Juana there or Joanna. Yeah. It's Juana. It's not Joanna, but. You're probably right. You usually are. You yeah, know, there you, you work go. For CBS. Thank you very much. I appreciate Christian that. Sanifelt says, find someone who time. loves and defends you as much as Harry, the Greek, loves. Defends Josh Rosen. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> well, you've been, look, you've been defending him for years, but look, he was a first-round pick. Scouts were saying he's too smart for his own good. He needs to be challenged by coaches. I, I, he, the kid wasn't, I guess, challenged enough, but, you know, he was definitely challenged all right. He was physically oh, challenged. He's challenged all right. Yeah. He didn't challenge anybody. Fields is a number. His num number is one for a reason. Well, I, I, I okay. That to me, what, all right, good. He's number one for a reason. Why? Again, number one sack quarterback the last uh, the second half of the year. What? I'm just telling the truth. I mean, I'm not seeing anything. That was in the beginning part of the year. What? Did 38 you know sacks. Hold on. Did you know that the left tackle who was older than you? Yes. Okay. And Peters. Pretty old. Okay. Just think about this. Yes. In the first half of the season, the guy looked like Swiss cheese. I agree. Did you know he had one of the highest PFF grades as a left tackle in the second half of the season? I just want you to chew on that for a little while. I am. Okay. I am absolutely doing that. Because they finally realized it was easier to run block than it is to pass block. Right. So you're limiting your quarterback who you drafted. To making mistakes. And, okay. That's fair. That's fair enough. But again, you're still going to have to throw the ball to win in the National Football League. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to and share the show. And play defense. Don't forget to share the show. <laughs> Take a moment. Hit the like button. Put this on someone's timeline, including yours. This is how we grow it organically over here at 1252 Sports. Don't forget this Sunday. You can catch it 9, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Really? Hard Count Football Podcast with Jacob Charnow, and I might be making an appearance Monday evening with Mr. Fred Hubner with Hughes, Views, and Brews. And I may have the sports web on Monday. We'll see. I, I may have to do some investing in a new uh, computer here. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and cut it a little bit short tonight. For those of you that are watching, we're going to be jumping on the big boards program this evening on North Sports Dynasty with Canada's very own Mr. Andrew Fobert. Oh, Canada. Don't speak like that. Why? Because he's never going to let you under. It's like a disgrace to the country. He's the big board. He calls me Peter King. I mean, that guy has been nothing but respectful for me. He's always been down for whether I was 
with you know the other platforms. See, uh, now I'm CW 44, 44P. By the way, if you're locally here, tune into my uh, broadcast tonight as uh, I report on a pizza place locally here. It's a great story. Yeah, it's a great story. CW 44, 10 o'clock. Yours truly. I didn't make an appearance, though. No, uh, no stand up today. No stand up. No. Nope. That didn't work out too well. Anyway, it's two to two socks <laughs> and the twins in the top of the fourth. It looks like. Uh, McGuire is up to the plate. I'm yeah. sorry, Fred, you didn't catch your parlay. I sure hope Luis Roberts is going to be okay. Is Pagan pitching? I think he pitched for the Rays and also the A's. He pitched could have. The, he We're did. Go ahead and give some of the scores. Phillies at the Marlins right now in the bottom of the ninth. The Phillies are up by one. The Braves at the Nationals. The Braves are handing them their ass right now. They're winning six to one, top of the seventh. In the seventh inning. The Red Sox are beating the Yankees right now, four to three. Beat them, but it w- that won't last. The Yankees will come back and win that game. Royals at the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are knocking the Royals around eight to one. Orioles at the Rays. At the end of six, the Rays have come back and they're winning five to two. I probably should have taken the Rays. Absolutely. The Tigers at the Guardians in the bottom of the seventh. The Tigers are beating the Guardians five to four. Top five Mariners up four nothing. White Sox tied, knotted up two two in the fourth. In the sixth. A's and Astros. Astros are up one nothing. Reds at Cardinals three three in the fourth. Pirates at the Rockies tied at one in the third. Dodgers Angels, Diamondbacks Padres, Brewers and Giants still coming you up. Seem to be good at that. Did you do radio a long time? Never. I hear. Never I hear. I hear radio. some radio in that voice. About 25, 30 years ago. Good. Big more sports updates every hour on the hour with your home of the best sports coverage. Or hold on. Yeah. It used to be news and weather at the bottom, top and bottom of every hour. That's right. Very nice. See, I know about you. But I will not give the call letters. I've heard you. Never. I've heard you before. I do appreciate everybody tuning in this evening. We're going to see you next Friday. Same time, same channel, same bat place. Yes. On the over-under here on 1252 Sports. I'm your host, Harry the Greek. Keep your bets low and your returns high. Three things. Bring your passion. Bring your excitement. Just don't bring any nonsense. I'm your host, Peter Blake. Giving you. Something to think about. Oh, boy. Did you really just say that? I did. Good night, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. <laughs>